Welcome back to my podcast. I am Camilla, your high vibe advocate. Give me 15 minutes and I will give you a high vibe world. So last week I was freaking out because after I recorded my podcast and before I could publish it, Anchor, which is the platform that I use to record and distribute my podcast, crashed and it didn't get back up until very late at night. I was getting so many messages from so many people asking whether I was going to publish my podcast that day, if I had taken the time off and telling me that, you know, if I did, it was okay. It was so sweet. Um, and I, and I have to say that as frustrating as the experience was, because I have not missed even one Wednesday since I started my podcast last year. Like even when I'm away on vacation, I've done my podcast and I was also so you know, frustrated that I had literally just finished it when they crashed. But I was also really flattered at the amount of people that cared and reached out to me. So I just wanted to take this opportunity, especially since last week was Thanksgiving. And thank you once once again. I know I thank you guys all the time, but thank you all who listen and who reached out. It really means so much to me. It means literally the world to me to know that I make a positive difference in your lives enough for you to you know, wonder if, if I'm going to be publishing. So, um, I, like I said, I have a real fear of commitment and I have not really committed to much in my life. (laughs) So this podcast has been one of the very few things that I truly love doing. And, um, I guess my thing is bringing happiness, pleasure, and joy to others, you know, so that's something that I can easily commit to. So thank you all who let me do that for you. And today I want to talk about a subject that is somewhat taboo, astrology. Ooh, astrology. Or as some people in my life have referred to in the past, the pseudosciences. (laughs) Man, what a topic. Um, I don't know how I can manage to fit this into 15 minutes, but I'm going to try. So I think most, if not all of us, know that the scientific community has rejected astrology as a science. And the reasons that have been given for that have primarily been the theory of falsifiability, which is the idea that science does not attempt to prove a theory, but rather to disprove it. So in other words, uh, once you have a theory, if you can do an experiment that proves that theory wrong, then it cannot be a legitimate theory, you know? And also the idea that science requires empirical data. And according to many scientists, the process and concepts of astrology are non-empirical because the field is not amenable to research. So, you know, science tends to criticize astrology for lacking consistency, lacking physical basis, lacking predictive power, and lacking mechanism. In fact, astrology has been criticized for failing to provide a physical mechanism that links the movement of celestial bodies to their purported effects on human behavior, meaning we just cannot understand how it would be possible for the position of the planets to influence our personality traits when it comes to our birth charts, you know, or anything else, any events and stuff, which, um, you know, when you look at a chart, it shows where the planets and the sun and the moon were when you were born or when that event is taking place. And even when people say, that they can confirm that astrology is real because it's been accurate when it comes to them in their lives. Psychology has been used to explain why that is also not credible and can be explained by something called confirmation bias, which is a psychological factor 
that is a form of cognitive bias that contributes to beliefs in astrology. It's basically the notion that astrology believers often tend to selectively remember those predictions that turned out to be true and to not remember those that turned out to be false. And another separate form of confirmation bias also plays a role where believers often fail to distinguish between messages that demonstrate special ability and those that do not. Well, here's the thing, though. Number one, I know um, some credible, successful scientists that somehow believe in astrology. And, you know, despite it being deemed a pseudoscience in their own community. And personally, I believe in astrology. And I would like to say I'm a very successful, very intelligent person. <laughs> um, and, um, you know, I, I think it's true. At least in my life it has been. Of course, I like to keep an open mind and I am always eager to hear anyone's argument for or against anything. But in my life, astrology does seem to explain a lot of things. In particularly when it comes, or in particular or particularly when it comes to my personality. Now, I know what skeptics uh, skeptics must be thinking or would think if they hear me say this, um, you know, that I'm very much like my birth chart describes me to be. They would just uh, they would just say that that's just like the psychological theory of cognitive bias that I was influenced to continue to be um, a certain way, you know by the things that I read or that I was told that I should be based on the chart and that um, and that it's not the other way around, you know, or that I pick and choose what fits and I disregard what doesn't or that it's all just so general that it could apply to just anybody. No, 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 no. You see, I didn't know what birth charts were until I was a grown woman. And even though I knew that I was a Scorpio and that I, you know, I would read the the horoscopes on the newspapers and magazines or online or wherever, I always hated that people stereotyped me as a recluse or a dark, explosive, vengeful or possessive person just because I'm a Scorpio. And at the time, I used to cling to the notion that astrology was a pseudoscience in order to explain that away and be like, no, I'm I'm not a typical Scorpio. There are certain things that are definitely true about me as a Scorpio, but there are others that are not at all. Um, But I have always been really into mystery and mystique and into the occult and into the unexplained. And I'm also a humanist and I'm very aware, very well aware of of myself and, and things and I'm very observant and very introspective. I find it extremely satisfying to learn about myself and about others and to understand the whys of things. And astrology does offer at least one explanation to what apparently is hard to explain, which is why are we the way that we are and what are the traits that we have to work on improving? So at the same time that I became interested in meditation and self-healing and intuitive lifestyle, um... I also got into astrology and my spiritual journey has been connected to my interest in all of that. And I have not delved deeply into the study of astrology because for something that is actually allegedly bullshit, sorry for the word, astrology is extremely difficult to study. It requires a lot of understanding of astronomy, you know, planetary movement, constellations, as well as some completely foreign concepts related to energy and spirituality. And what has fascinated me, though, was getting my birth time, in addition to the date and the precise location of my birth, 
you know, from my, from my birth certificate and doing a real birth chart analysis to understand more about why I am not just a regular Scorpio. And that's something that I did later on in life when I already had all these personality traits that were conflicting. And that's the thing that I think gets people so jaded and skeptic about astrology, you know, not knowing that just knowing your sun sign is not enough. You are so much more than just the sun sign that you were born under. There are four elements, the sun, the moon, the ascendant, and the ascendant's ruler. There are 12 houses which never move. Everything else moves in and out of those houses. And there are star signs which represent each of the houses. And your star sign, also known as your sun sign, is determined by what star sign or house the sun was in during the time of your birth. And it's also the same thing for the moon. And there are also planets that rule each of the start signs. And all of this requires a lot of information, which is not shared between too many people because it's not that many people uh, that are born in, in the exact same planetary alignment at the exact same time as you. You know, even around the world, when you think about it, like how many people could possibly have been born at the exact same time, you know, hour and minute as you? Um, so it's, it's just, it's tough to, to even imagine that. And astrological charts don't just address your birth chart. They also can predict or explain events. So if you're thinking of buying or selling something like a house or a car or whatever business, taking a major life-changing step in your life, like a marriage or starting a business, or even doing something as simple as contacting someone who you are afraid will react poorly to you, you know, like, your long lost parent or sibling or whatever, knowing the predicted planetary alignments of that day and time of your planned activity, as well as knowing the birth chart of the people involved, you know, should be a very accurate predictor of the outcome of what you will get out of that event or meeting or whatever. But here's the issue. When was the last time that it was normal to ask a stranger for their birth date and time down to the minute, as well as the location of their birth? Even asking people that we know can be awkward because people are weirdly protective of their personal information, even harmless ones like the, like these, you know, because what are you going to do with that information? It's not like you can steal their identity, you know, and if they're skeptics of that, they shouldn't care. But nobody wants to share that information for some reason. And it is awkward and weird and, you know creepy even to ask like you're not going to go into a closing and ask all the attorneys at the table and you know the people that are there for title insurance like what is your astrological birth chart you know so when scientists get all up in arms against astrology the number one criticism that I have back is that there simply were not enough experiments done on this because there can't have been and there are too many unknowns or changeable things too like when was the last time that the weatherman was right, right? Like when meteorology uh, or meteorologists they predict the weather, they're using estimates. But meteorology is a science. And just because the weather is always subject to change because it obviously relies on a lot of elements of nature that we can predict but we cannot control and can behave differently than our predictions, um, that doesn't change the fact that it's a science and you know, it, it doesn't mean that it's a bad prediction. It just means that there are too many things in nature and in the universe that are outside of our control. So predictions are often done in percentages and they cannot be 
100% accurate, but they are better than nothing, right? And of course, hindsight is always 20-20 for both astrology and meteorology, for example. So for instance, if houses were taken down, you know, by strong winds or high winds, and we knew that a hurricane went through, then we know that hurricane t- took down houses on that day. Um, so, but the same, the same is true with astrology, right? So when we look at the planetary alignment of an event that already took place, like your birth, right? Or some sort of major event in history, then we know what the alignment actually was on that day and at that time. Whereas when we're making a prediction, we can only estimate with a certain degree of certainty where every single thing will be, right? So so that's the thing. And even a person's birth time can can actually be minutes wrong or even so in some cases, they can be completely wrong. They can be hours wrong. They can be days, months, or even years wrong. Because some people, unfortunately, do not even have that information at all about themselves. Um, so next time someone tries to say that astrology is bullshit because not every one of the same sign is the same and because the horoscopes of <laughs> of that day are vague AF, remind them that that's the same thing as expecting to pay the same amount of taxes just because you make the same amount of income as someone else. There are hundreds of other variables with your taxes. You know, are you married? Are you filing jointly? Do you have deductions? What are your deductions? Do you own your own business? Which state are you? I mean, there's just so many variables that need to be taken into account. And it's why you cannot just count on one aspect of your astrology. The only um, one or, or the very few that you know might not exactly describe everything about you for you to draw those conclusions. Sure, I am very much like a typical Scorpio in many ways. And dare I say it, even the best ways. <laughs> um, because I have a Sun in Scorpio, a Mercury in Scorpio, a Venus and a Jupiter in Scorpio. But because I have a Moon, a Pluto, a Saturn and an Ascendant in Libra, as well as several other specific houses in Sagittarius and Capricorn, I have tons of other um, you know, aspects of myself as well, which make me a forgiving, open-minded, understanding, and adventure-loving, and commitment-phobic person, among many other things. And my compatibility with other signs cannot be measured just by my Scorpio sun, just like yours cannot be measured just by your sun or star sign either. So here's a challenge for you, okay? Look at your birth certificate. Write down the year, the month, the day, the hour, the minute, the country, the state, the city that you were born in. Then go to cafeastrology.com or any other free birth chart analysis site, okay? Costs you absolutely nothing. And you don't have to sign up for anything. You just literally just enter your information and it spits out a really long, uh, elaborate description. And see if it doesn't blow you away how accurate it is, you know, the description of you. It may help you understand yourself more and judge yourself less and... Maybe you'll get to see what you need to work on improving too. So try it. What have you got to lose? And then let me know how it went because that would be really fun. And remember though, just like I said here, um, that, you know, your birth time is usually an estimation by the doctor, you know, so it could be wrong a little bit. And minutes probably don't impact things all that much, but hours certainly could. So you know, like just look up the sky, <laughs> the sky and see how quickly the moon position changes, you know. So that's that's the thing. But uh, do this experiment and let me know how it went. And that is all we have for today. Thank you for being with me. 
and for listening to me and for being a part of my journey. I am Camilla, your High Vibe Advocate. Looking forward to your outreach at highvibeadvocate.com and your follow on Instagram at highvibeadvocate. And as always, looking forward to our next meeting right here on my channel. See you next Wednesday.